This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, baseball isn't boring because of days like today. Opening day. Not just one day. Not just day one of 162. It is a momentous day. It is a day where memories are made, relationships are forged, and baseball takes root. That's what it's all about. And we're here to celebrate it. We're all about it. We want to thank FanDuel Sportsbook, where every moment matters. And speaking of moments that matter, this is a moment that matter. And I think we did a good job in the podcast today of catching the spirit of the thing. We talked to the, a voice of the people of the baseball isn't boring brand, Courtney Fenicum. Always great. Going to her 23rd straight White Sox opener with her dad, who has gone to 50 straight now this year that's what i'm talking about we also talked to pirates opening day starter mitch keller who is making his first opening day start and that means something you can tell the excitement in his voice so once again i feel like this is a good podcast to do on this day and we're going to keep them coming we got betting isn't boring coming up right after we're going to see if paps pick the click the White Sox being the Astros, if that takes root, if his first, first, first guaranteed lock actually comes to fruition, well, you have to stay tuned. We'll get to that, and betting isn't boring. But today, it's all about opening day. So here's Courtney. All right, the voice of the people is back. Courtney. I've missed you. I've missed you. (laughs) I know, I know, but you've been traveling the world. We actually got a chance to catch up in person in Arizona the great game of baseball was in Arizona. Yep. Uh, and uh, yes. Did you have fun in Arizona? Arizona spring training is the best. Oh, it's the best. I mean, honestly, Arizona, you can't beat it. I mean, it was a little chilly when we were it's out cold. there. For Arizona standards, it was chilly. But 
we made the most of it. We sat outside. We had a couple drinks. It's great. Yeah, it was good. It's good. Okay. The, the first, the first of uh, first of many, we're gonna do in person podcasts where where you take baseball and isn't boring on the road. And like I said, Cordy, you are you are the voice of the people. Um, so we appreciate that. Uh, yes. So you being the voice of the people, you never had more of a responsibility than right now. There's a lot of pressure on you. You have to tell everybody why opening day is is something else. So so. This is the thing. We, I don't know if I did the math, Courtney, and there's 162 games, and this is one of them. Yep. So I, it's not the be all end all, but still. It's pretty close. It's, it's pretty not, close. There's not a lot of flyovers. There's not a lot of flyovers in these other games, right? I agree. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> all right. So give me some things that why it's like, what makes opening day, opening day for you? I mean, I, first of all, I want to preface this by saying I am gearing up for my 23rd home opener in a row. 23rd. Wow. wow. 23rd. Awesome. Awesome. So when I tell you I take opening day seriously, I take opening day seriously. Um, I This was years ago. I was probably 14, 15 years old. This is when, you know, the media was still, it was, there was no social media. Um, we had news out there for opening day, local Fox channel, um, channel 12 from Chicago, old time broadcaster comes up to me kind of interviewing random fans. And he comes up to me and goes, you know, what does opening day mean to you? And I looked at him and I said, without hesitation, it's like Christmas morning. All right. Look at you. And his face lit up. That night, I let off the sports castle with that quote. Wow. All right. And you were only what? You said 14 or 15? 14, 15. I was doing big media stuff before this. <laughs> before this. So opening day, in a nutshell, is like Christmas morning. It is. It is. And so why? So, okay, let me ask you that. Why, as we sit here, like, why is that? Like, why do, does it feel that way? Honestly, it's just, it's a, it's a day of optimism, right? Game one of 162. Anything can happen. It's that feeling of like, okay, fresh season, no matter what happened last year. And we all know what happened with my beloved White Sox and the Red Sox. It feels optimistic. It feels positive. It's like, okay, anything can happen. Everybody's in a good mood. Um, beer is flowing, which I always appreciate. A lot of day drinking for opening day. Love that. It's just a feeling of optimism, and I love that. You just can't, you can't buy that anywhere. It's great. So, so you when you said day drinking, I love that. Like all I could think of, like fourteen or fifteen, even before the day drinking, like you were, you were, you were enjoying the the opening day. But when you turn twenty one, opening day. When's your birthday? I knew this, but tell me you again. February second. So right. Before oh, so so you hit opening day. Uh, on your 21st birthday, you, you know, obviously you get the beer on your 21st birthday, but opening day beer on your 21st as a 21 year old, that was it's something, right? It's different. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> and honestly, it's just the whole atmosphere, you know, the the opening day bunting, you know, on the side. The, yeah, the, the bunting. I mean, that's just, you just, I know those are like the little things, but it's always about the little things with me. So I just, I love it. It's an experience like no other. So 
when you walk in, like so, we you, like said you went to the Arizona the games in Arizona, yeah, um, and we watched the great game of baseball spring training, and that's the start of it. The green grass, the the throwing the baseball around, the crack of the bat, you know, yada yada yada. But there's something about walking into a major league stadium for the first time in the season, you know. Yeah. Even, even your lousy stadium there in Chicago. Come on, man. You know how I feel. It's very, very, very underrated. Underrated. Okay. Uh, this is what this was what makes baseball great. Great debates. Um, great debates. Yeah. So, but when you walk in, when you walk in, so it'll be Monday, right? The, the White Monday. Sox Monday. Yep. When you walk in, that'll hit different, right? It'll hit different. Yeah, it will. And honestly, there's always anticipation leading up to opening day. Like we discussed earlier, you know, you're checking the weather, at least in Chicago and Boston, making sure there's not going to be, you know, there could be horrible rain. There could be snow for us. Right. So there's always that nervous anticipation even before you get into the stadium to make sure that this day's a go, you know, that we're good to go. We're going to be seated and happy and enjoying life, enjoying the game of baseball. So when you, so how many in a row did you say 23? my 23rd yeah 23rd okay do you remember the first one 2000 one of my favorite white Sox teams um the kids can play white Sox fans will know that team very well young maglio ordonez young carlos lee um young paul canerico very exciting team they won like 95 games that year and they weren't supposed to so i remember it very clearly (laughs) how did you so this is another part of it you score tickets for opening day this is a big thing i got it's street cred, right? You know, it is. even yeah. baseball, even people who aren't really baseball fans. Oh, you got tickets for opening day. Look at you. It's like going to a Springsteen concert. So, right. it's, so when you score, how did you score those tickets? So I always go, it's been a tradition my entire life for 23 years um, to go to opening day with my dad. And obviously this was, you know, 23 years ago. So times are, times are different of how you get tickets. So my dad was always part of, you know, making sure he was right there to, to grab the tickets and, and not be, um, not be late or because, you know, they sell out quickly for opening day, even my crappy stadium, as you like to call it. I'll learn to love it this year. That's one of my goals. Go ahead. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to teach you, Rob. We're going to have okay. a lot of conversations. I'm going right. to sit, sit down and put you in front of all the good, the good okay. area. All right. I can I can do that. I can do that. And but, by the way, this yeah. is my dad's 50th home opener in a row. Oh, no way. Are you kidding me? It's crazy. We both have streaks going, but this is his 50th. What, what's his name? Sean. Sean Finnecom. Sean. Sean, man. 50th. And people are like that. Like I get messages like as this amps up, people people talk about X in a row. But this yep. that that Courtney shows you. Like how important this is that people of people's checklists in life and your yeah. you and your dad are, are one of them or two of them, which you say, OK, we have to make sure on the calendar of 365 days we are doing this. That's, That's how important it is. Right. That. And you have to be I mean, honestly, 23 years ago, I was having to take off school for opening days, which is you get, which is so much you, fun. you get in trouble. Never. I mean, everyone kind of knew Courtney's a diehard White Sox fan. We know opening days her thing. <laughs> I'm always sick on opening day. But <laughs> now, as I get older and I have a job where I travel, I literally have to work around my travel schedule to make sure I'm in Chicago on opening day. Like, that is no debate. Yeah. So your dad, obviously, will you go with your dad. Yes. So talk a little bit about, if you can, this is another... 
another part of the great game of baseball. Like I was actually just pulling out. Um, I just tweeted out an excerpt uh, in in the book, uh, damn near perfect game, where from Anthony Volpe because uh, Volpe mm-hmm. is you know big right now. What a great uh, story! What a great story! Another great part of baseball is a story like that. Oh, you know? and, and and Courtney, we we actually so he came on the podcast uh, a little a few weeks ago. And holy mackerel, what a nice kid. Like, what a oh. nice guy. And, oh. and and very, like, you know, just obviously polished, but polished in a way that, like, he's not phony. So let me just, let me just read this part. I wasn't going to do this, but you just made me think of it. Um, uh, I remember waiting for my dad to come home from work, making the hour or so trip from New York, New Jersey to New York City. He would arrive and we would go down the park within 30 minutes. We'd be playing nine against nine. My parents never forced it on me, but they just let me fall in love with it. And now it's still my passion. So I love everything when, about that. <laughs> yeah. When you're talking about your dad, you know, that's, you know, not to get all sappy and not to say, go buy this book because that's what this is about. But, um, but you know, let's get sappy and let's go buy the book. I mean, the, the fact is, is that you, when you show how, like how many games will you go with your dad over the course of a year? So usually we will hit about 15, 20, depending on what's going on. I mean, hopefully the Sox will be uh, competitive this year, God willing. Um, so really we're going to play it by year, but usually we're hitting about 15, 20 games a year, depending on what's going on. So, so when, so when he, so when you first started going to games with him and clearly like he was probably a huge influence on you becoming a fan, right? Yeah. Huge. Yeah. I mean, my mom, Cub fans, so you ooh, know, ooh, yeah, wow. they had to battle. They had to battle. Uh, okay, yeah, that's um, a whole other story. <laughs> so, so, but when he when he takes you to the game, like, is it? Do you remember thinking, "Hey, this is just time with my dad." You know, this is this. Hey, I don't. It could be like nothing. I just want to spend time with my dad, and then being there and having him explain it to you, especially on opening day, that was something. It, it definitely, that's the biggest thing is as opening day, my dad explaining, because he's been to, you know, it's going to be his 50th home opener. He's been to so many of these. And what Sox Park has, where old Comiskey used to be, we still have the home plate hmm. in the parking lot of where old Comiskey used to be. So we would purposely walk past that site and he would talk about seeing games at old Comiskey and the players that he would see. Um, and just the memories of that ballpark is that ballpark was super special. So again, just hearing those stories, getting it from my father, especially as a kid was very, very special because he did teach me about the game and opening day was a huge part of that. Yeah. And, and, and does he drink the like $25 margarita helmets with you too, or? No? So I actually, I've introduced him. He's not a big drinker. He's more of a social drinker, but I've introduced him to Moscow mules, which he Ooh. loved. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, baseball, baseball, another another payoff from baseball. So the so, great- so you know, I mean, he'll have he'll have, of course, the customary opening day cocktail with me, and it'll be it'll be great. So yeah, looking forward, looking so, forward to the new. So when you when so you get there, like you said, you walk in and like, oh man, the stadium, the bunting, um, and then there's like the. I always find this fascinating about opening day, like the the little things about the, like I was asking a a player the other day who this is going to be his first opening day. This guy, Zach Kelly, who's a relief pitcher for the Red Sox said, what are you going to do when we go out to tip your hat? You know, that seems always like a weird thing, right? You know, it's a little awkward. It's a little (laughs) awkward. Like, I feel like if I, if you do it, you should actually do something memorable. Um, 
But uh, but yeah, I mean, there's the, that the lining up, and then there's the the obviously the flyover. Which, by the way, Courtney, the flyover, my most memorable flyover was there was one time one of the Jets took it upon himself to break off from the others and did a barrel roll, roll and it looked like it's coming right at the press box. So, That's incredible. Yeah. I can only imagine your reaction. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's workman's comp if it runs into That's it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, but so when does, you know, it, so let me ask you this too. And I we were talking to Hein Bloom about, about sort of the narrative of opening day. They win, the White Sox win, it's like, oh my God, Pedro Grafal, what a genius. Oh my goodness, like unbelievable. They we lose. love Pedro on the podcast, by the way. We love him. Oh, we love, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I and I got I met him uh when I was down there. Um yep. he has a book and uh yeah, so he's very intense. So he's very like boom, very boom, 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 which is good. Which is good. We need it. We yeah. need it. Yeah, I, I like I'm you know, we'll do more on the White Sox and other podcasts, but it is like I am I am absolutely picking the White Sox as a sleeper. And by the way, by the way, Courtney, I don't know if you saw the on the inaugural Betting Isn't Boring podcast with yes, the I watched. Jonathan yeah. Papelbon. He he picks his pick to click, his Pap's big Pap play of the day. Yes. Was the White Sox over the Houston Astros. See, you know what? I've always liked Jonathan Papelbon, even with our crap talking during fantasy football. I've always liked him. <laughs> smart man. Always knew he was smart. You gotta, so is there, is, I don't even know. Is there betting? Well, you're all over the place. You can bet at some state. So. I bet at some states, yeah. But Illinois, there's betting. We've made a lot of money for the state okay. of Illinois. All right. So put that down. I, I'm I'm betting whatever Pap says. So when I lose it, I can blame him. Always. Um, but, 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 you know, so when the when the game ends – like, can you remember thinking, especially when you're like, where you're really into it and you're younger and, and you're a teenager and you're like, oh man, like this means everything. Like, well, they're they're going to go undefeated or they're not going to win a game or, you know, do, like, do you know that dynamic? That's the weird dynamic about it, right? It is because the thing is, and especially the beginning of the season, everything is so glaring. You know, if a pitcher has a bad outing, like if, if Kopech comes out opening day and he gets absolutely lit up, got... God help us all that he, all of a sudden his ERA is, you know, 15.05, you know? know, and it's just like, it's so alarming. It's just the roller coaster of the game and everything in these opening, these opening series, you're going to be under a spotlight. You just are. So when guys are going 0 for 12, it's going to be a lot more obnoxious than when it's in the middle of June and it's the dog days of baseball. So, 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 so what is the one that you you obviously you remember the first one, but what is the one that you remember um, that you're like, oh man, like that was I was so psyched. I was so psyched after that game. Opening day, two thousand six. It was yeah, yeah. See how I knew that right away. Yeah, opening yeah. It was um, the opening day right after the Sox won the World Series. Okay, because doesn't get better than that. Saw the guys get the rings. Um, it was just an incredibly different atmosphere in that ballpark for that opening day. Everybody they, was so fast. Did they win? Wow. You know what? I don't well, remember. No, well, that's I, I, the reason I asked that is because that's what Pap is like basically leaning on that you get way too wrapped up in the whole ring ceremony thing. So I think, but I mean, for Chicagoans, though, you know, we don't see it too often here. So, yeah. you know, it's it was special. And again, 2006, I was. 17, 18 years old. So just a little bit younger. 
uh, more optimistic, more excited, like, oh, this team's going to repeat, you know, and blah, 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 blah. Of course, they didn't. But just that buzz, that excitement of coming back to the ballpark after they won the World Series was awesome. I feel like I feel like I missed opportunity. So you must have gone on the parade, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, oh my so God. I missed the opportunity because we did the podcast with Johnny Gomes of the parade <laughs> podcast. Next 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 fall we're gonna, we're gonna lump you in with Johnny because we, we per, parade etiquette skipping school and everything else. Oh so, yeah, of course, yeah. Right? Uh, so all right, Cordy. So now I want you to take us through the day, okay? The the blueprint for the day, and I mean everything from when you wake up to when you sit in the seat to what you order to uh, how uh, how active you are during the game or whatever. To wherever you go after the game. Give me the blueprint. Give me the blueprint for a fan for the opening day. So very, very basic, very, very, you know, to the point. I wake up early on opening day. A, because I want to check the weather. I mean, again, Chicagoan, Boston, this is has to be front of our minds. It just is. Mm-hmm. Um, check the weather, check the radar, make sure we're good to go. And then honestly, the games if the game's at three, if the game's at one. I'm getting down to the ballpark 10, 11 a.m. 10, 11 a.m. And I am taking in the scene. I am uh, certainly starting the day drinking early. Um, and I'm just, you know, getting all the the different food. You know, all the ballparks uh, release their different food items this year, which is always exciting. Um, I will actually have sweet level um, seats for opening day this year. So I will Wait, be- you have sweet level what? Sweet level seats. I will you be. Do? In, I do. Yeah. Oh, fancy. I know. I really upgraded the experience. Yeah. Uh, and we did that because it's my dad's 50th. So we want to make it a big deal. Um, but honestly, my number one thing opening day is getting there early and taking in all the atmosphere. Mm. And the biggest thing that I love getting on opening day is the magnetic schedules. Do you guys oh. have that? Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone has a magnetic schedule. Honestly, mine from last year is still on my fridge. It's still on my fridge. It does not get taken off until I receive the new one. (laughs) If there there was only a way to look up the schedule that wasn't uh, using a magnet on a refrigerator, (laughs) I don't know how that would be. Um, It's so old school, but I love it. I I know. And and you know what? Still useful. Like, still useful. Beyond. Yes. Beyond. So my, my biggest advice, get to the ballpark early. You know, we've talked about this with my road trips. Make sure you gather all your items before the players are introduced. Mm. I cannot stress that enough. To me, you don't want to miss any part of the ceremony. Like the White Sox have a whole thing with, and I'm sure the Red Sox and all the other teams have this as well. We have AJ Pruszynski throwing out um, the first pitch. Um, you know, you just want to take it all in. You don't want to be rushing to your seat with your nachos and beer while that's going on, while players are getting introduced. So get there early, get to your seats, enjoy the atmosphere, enjoy the bunting, take some pictures. You know, you'll be seeing pictures of me opening day. Yeah, well, we need, um, we absolutely on the baseball is a boring account. If we do one, if we do nothing else, it's a picture with you and your dad. You know, yes. So please, yes. please, 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 please. I will send that. Does he have a shirt? Does he have a t-shirt? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. We need to get him a t-shirt. I can get that. Okay. All right. We'll do that. Um, So, by the way, the first pitch is another thing. The opening day, the ceremonial first pitch. 
I yes. just saw, uh, we just retweeted from the account. So Megan the Stallion is throwing out for the Astros. And so I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a witty lyric from Megan the Stallion and uh, retweet this, right? That was hard. That was difficult. <laughs> I, I gotta know. I mean, what was the lyric? You gotta tell me. You can't. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. I didn't see this tweet, Rob. Come on, I need to. Oh, I no, I just did it. I just did it. I just. Oh, did you it. just did it. Okay. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Ah, uh, one second, one second. So, um, yeah. So, uh, MLB Life, which is MLB sort of like so- social social account. Yeah. Uh, uh, they they tweeted this out, so I assume it's accurate. Um, even if it's not, we're gonna go with it. Um, of course. And so, yeah, but it was. Oh, I, I like. I'm like. Yeah, I can. I can imagine. Uh, so the 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 quote that on the at BB isn't boring account quote tweeted the Megan. Uh, so Megan D. Stallion will throw out the ceremonial first pitch for the Astros on opening day. Baseball isn't boring. Retweets it. Quote: Baby, we a team, and you match me like a theme. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. That's as, good as, that's as good as I was going to do. There was like P dash 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 D dash dash dash. There was a lot of that. Yeah. A so, lot of dashes going on. A lot yes, of dashes okay. going on. No dashes on yeah. the account. Uh, but there was, but that's another thing. Like everybody, everybody is the conversation about opening a, who is going to, so they've already said Brzezinski's doing it. Brzezinski's doing it for us on Monday. Yep. So they don't, they don't even try to hide that. Right. No. Nope, came right out. Actually, if the, couple- even if they tried, he would say it. So hundred oh, percent, no doubt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's another thing. So that's good. I mean, good for him. I mean, honestly, again, I mean, the again, White Sox fans, this doesn't happen to us often. We really still latch on to that 05 team. Yeah. So you know, they could have Jeff Blum come out and throw out the first pitch, and he'll get a president's welcome. So I mean. <laughs> It doesn't matter, but, but I mean, the first pitch, that's another thing. You just, you don't want to miss all the events right. leading up. That's, to- it's great advice for you. So wh- when do you, when do you feel like, okay, now I'm freed up to get the second wave of, of refreshments? So that's, so that's a good question. You kind of have to play it out because, you know, you don't want to miss the the first, you know, first couple batters, obviously you don't want to miss your team hitting, I would say probably, well, now that the games are fat are quicker, we got to keep that in mind too, which is unbelievable. Courtney, do you think that people, like you went to a couple games, right? Yeah. Like, do you think people understand like the difference in these games? Like this is I, a very real thing. I don't think they realize how different it's going to be. Hmm. I mean, we were in Arizona and the games were two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. we. I did a two hour and six minute game the other day. It's it's incredible. It's incredible. Well, I did watch the um, Angels Dodgers last night, and that game was over three hours. It felt incredibly long. Yeah, it's just do it anymore. Yeah, but well, when they're three hours, they feel like four hours. But the point is is that you have to you have to get everything in. You have to get your your beer buying. You have to get your you know whatever you. I've gone I've gone away to uh, after a half inning. And talked to someone in the hallway and came yep. back and the half inning was over. 100 percent And yeah. that happened in Arizona. And I'm like, wow, you really have to be organized now mm-hmm. with I mean, like us, like me, I don't like to miss a lot of the games. So 
you got to be organized and on top of your stuff. You have to have a plan uh, where you're going to go. Where's the shortest lines to, mm -hmm. to get your stuff. And you got to get back in your seat because these games are going to be different. Do they I shut thought. off beer sales in the seventh inning in Chicago? They do. So that's going to be another. That's going to have to be revisited. I might have to be revisited because that's going to be interesting. Mm. I'm going to, it is going to be interesting to see how quick these games really are once the regular season hits. No, they'll be the same. They'll be the same. I, yeah. I two, agree. Two and a half. And the people, I don't think people know what's coming. I um, agree. All right. Well, let's go. So you, in, in synopsis, uh, there's no better expert for opening day. This was so good, Courtney. And also, are you optimistic? You feel good about your White Sox? God, you know, I, I do because, you know, it's a fresh slate. So I do. Um, I'm excited <laughs> for it. Pedro ran a very nice camp. Um, the White Sox are knock on wood, very, very healthy or fairly healthy, I should say. Um, I, I don't know what to make of this team. I will be pleasantly surprised um and i'm just i'm looking forward to a clean slate and seeing how this team definitely looks against the astros that'll be a good test right out the gate yeah, yeah well it, it, pap guaranteed a win so it must it must be true but you know if anyone i trust pap i mean come yeah. on <laughs> put that on the put that on the board <laughs> put that on a t-shirt yeah well, exactly all right courtney we appreciate everything that you do and, and we're looking forward it's going to be an awesome time this season looking forward to to the season Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, great stuff, great stuff from Courtney. And now we, I got a chance to sit down a little bit with Mitch Keller, who is, was this the nicest guy, the most earnest guy, and you probably saw a video of him when he got the, the nod to become the opening day starter, the excitement, and that's what it's all about. But I just wanted to let, let leave you with the player's perspective open, opening day. And, you know, everybody has one of these. Everybody has their first opening day as a player. Everyone has their first opening day as a kid. But can you imagine doing it as an opening day starter? That's what I want to bring you. All right, subscribe, rate, review, the whole ball of wax. Here's Mitch Keller. So, first off, the question, first question is the simple one, which is, again, your teammate Rich Hill has answered like 50 million times. Why isn't baseball boring? Huh. And by the way, there's a free T-shirt in it for you. Uh, why is baseball is why isn't? Yeah, why so I have to make sure that you don't you don't say is. Oh, it's definitely not boring. Yeah, um, but it, it, there's no wrong answers, right? There's, I mean, for me, I just think um, like the intricacies in of the game within the game, like the pitcher hitter matchups are just unbelievable. Um, like the competition in between. So like, I just think like previous years of at bats and stuff, if like people were to go back and watch them and then like how it affects the game um, that day between the pitcher and hitter, I think it's just like super cool to see how guys have competed in the past and then how it affects the, the present time competition. It's true, right? The anticipation, people in this day and age don't like anticipation because they want the immediate thing right. but even within an at bat it's like you're thinking along oh. like when I'm watching Otani and Trout as a pitcher you must have been like okay what's he going to do what's he yeah, going to do 100% yeah I'm following along and then when um, 
he throws that nasty slider to end it, you know, you're like, oh my god, that is unbelievable. Like, how, like one, just the pinpoint control of it and just the nastiness of the pitch is just awesome. Like, how does someone not look at that that at bat and be like, yo, how is that not fun, you know? Did you do did you get slider? Um in that yeah. moment. So I was following along, I could he threw a hundred buy in and I was like, okay, I kind of was following, I was like, he's gonna try and throw this one up really hard by him because he just blew it by him again and that was like 102 so I was like alright here comes a slider then after that and sure enough he did it but I, I'm with you I'm with I you know, I was like yeah I was following along too I'm sure Trout was too but I mean this is like the nastiest seven pitches I've ever seen in my life <laughs> all in one time so good luck I guess <laughs> uh, so we talk about preparing for these at bats right preparing for these moments obviously you have a big moment coming up yeah. how hard is it to 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 so for, for instance when you throw the first pitch of the season yeah congratulations by the way thank you yeah um when you throw the first pitch of the season how hard is it gonna be to like harness the emotion and just like okay this is like me on the backfields whatever yeah um i think that comes with just like prior preparation before the game and stuff like feel the moment feel the feel the energy feel the buzz of the crowd um but usually, really using that pregame warm-up to like feel those emotions and try and get them out as best as possible. So when you do step up there for the first pitch, it's, it's just baseball again. And I mean, yeah, there there is a different feeling to it because it is opening day and everything. But um, yeah, just trying to relax. And When's the most nervous you've ever been on the mound? Uh, Maybe you've never been nervous on the mound. I don't know. Oh, every time I'm nervous. I That's mean, good though. Yeah, every good. every game I get nervous for. Uh, no matter what what the game is, but yeah, I just um, the most nervous I've ever been. I don't even know. Probably probably my debut. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> the uh, hold on a second. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> Still going. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Um, so when you. One thing you're going to be taking away of the old tip of the cap on the line, right? Yeah. You don't get to do that. Yeah. I mean, that's a time honor. I guess you, you would trade, obviously. Before. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've gotten to do that last year, so. Did you? Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. What's that? Is that, I mean, so you got a taste of it, right, last year, of yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. When you're watching it, do you... Do you like like oh I want imagine what this is like if I was out in the bullpen instead of being on the line here? Uh yeah, no, I mean last year I watched Brubaker warm up for opening day and just kind of in my mind was going through what he would be going through and yeah I mean you definitely think about it as, as if you were warming up I think you just it's like another special event you just gotta there's a lot of stuff going on in the field and you yeah. just gotta lock it out and just focus on we we as little league kids we get ready for that the first little game right yeah. isn't that that's the that's the thing I mean, yeah getting through school that day is tough yeah, yeah it's tough that's all you're thinking about and you just want the anxiousness to go play and excited to be excited to go out there and compete it's fun the uh so so when you when you look at when you when you're a kid who was your team what was your team i should know this i apologize oh you're good i didn't really have a team um actually I followed the Angels. I'm from Iowa, so it's weird. But their okay. low A team was in my hometown of Cedar Rapids, so okay. I kind of grew up watching the Angels play. Um, 
so they were kind of my team, I guess. I didn't really have one. Okay. So so as kids, we get we get so excited for opening day, right? Yeah. You, you were probably excited. Yeah. Even though you didn't have a team. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. definitely. Yeah. So can you remember the anticipation of that day of, of what, as a kid? Because this is what we're talking about, right? This is, yeah. I think the World Baseball Classic was awesome because yeah. in a lot of ways because it got, it was the ultimate hype video for, for the season. Oh, yeah. It puts a bunch of players on showcase and then, oh. like, as a kid, I mean, yeah. Um, as a little leaguer, um, you just—it's the start of baseball, you know. It's, it's the start of um, the new season for everybody, and I think it just starts it off in a good way for little kids to look up to us and just get excited for that, and for them to know that we have the same amount of excitement as they do for their seasons is, is cool. Do you? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you ready to go? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's 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 coming up here, so yeah. it's like. And I know that you're packing up and everything, but it's like, and this is just the last thing. Is it like this is what we talk about about baseball, about people gearing up for baseball? And I can see the enthusiasm, which is awesome. It yeah. makes me feel good. Thank, yeah. thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. So, but do you, do you feel like as we sit here, has it sunk in about that day or not? Um, not really. I mean, I think we're still a couple of ways, ways ago. I got another start tomorrow, so I think probably after tomorrow I'll probably start thinking about it a little bit more uh, getting excited for it um, but yeah just long spring training as I mean the, the year before was kind of shortened so this one feels like a longer spring training so I think a lot of us are excited to get going yeah. get ready to go alright well you gave a good answer for baseball not being boring thank you <laughs> yeah, yeah thank you in celebration of opening day we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you the theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I, uh, I look over at my dad, and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.